And we're back. This is Dump on the Um. Season 5, Week 13. Ostensibly a baseball podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in. Coming in this evening from Champaign, Illinois, my name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual, are Sam and Eli. Fellas, how's it going? Hey, Joel, this is Sam. I'm broadcasting to you live from uh, Brooklyn, New York. My hot take this week has to do with uh, Chicago Cubs baseball player and biggest loser reality TV contestant Kyle Schwarber, um, who was called out uh, on a check swing third strike call by a third base umpire uh, to end the game and immediately ran to attack the umpire, um, <clears throat> which, as you know, on this podcast, we are pro. Right. However, <clears throat> I would like to say, as a direct message to Kyle Schwarber, you went around, dude. <laughs> like, you definitely went around. Clearly so, went around. <clears throat> while I applaud your action, I don't feel like, I mean, you're probably going to get in trouble for that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Warranted. Yeah. What's up, everyone? This is Eli coming at you from Boston. Um, my hot take this week is about Oracle Park, formerly known as AT&T Park, um, which is the home of the San Francisco Giants. I caught a game there last week, uh, Thursday, Giants against the Colorado Rockies. And uh, Oracle Park is the first ballpark that I've been to where I can genuinely say that the ballpark is more interesting than the team playing in it. (laughs) The stadium is exquisite. I mean, it's just beautiful. In every single part, you can walk around it. It's basically up on a perch above the bay, and the sun came down and set over the stadium. I mean, it it was gorgeous. Meanwhile, it was like a one to zero game, and the highlight was nothing. So, can you dive from the ballpark into the bay? Like so I did some investigating on that, and yeah. the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's like a there's like a there's like a boardwalk in between the stadium and the bay, so you'd have to jump out about oh I don't know. Tw- 15 to 20 feet. Right. It's not not physically possible, probably. Let's just say I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that also used to be called Pac Bell Park? I thought it was AT&T Park. It I was believe. AT&T Park until this year. Right. But, but I don't know how long was it not AT&T. Pac Bell? Do you think there's a stadium that's just been named after every single phone company in America? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Telephone stadium. <laughs> stadium. Right next to bank stadium. <laughs> Down yeah. the street from mortgage Oracle company. Oracle Park in- used to be Pac Bell Park. I'm not crazy. No, well, you are, but you're not wrong. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> crazy and correct. The best thing <laughs> to be. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's up? My name is Joel. I'm broadcasting in from Champaign, Illinois. My hot take tonight, shout out to Daniel Lomanchuk. 
Ooh, good name. Yeah, it is a good name. The winner of today's men's wheelchair Boston Marathon, Roman Chuck, a 20-year-old man from right here in Urbana, Illinois, won the race today with a time of 1 hour, 21 minutes, 36 seconds. Wow. Setting an American record. And he's the first uh, American man to win the race since 1993. The dude, I lost my tab. The dude has a wingspan of six foot ten. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And his hands are so large, he needs gloves specially made for him because they do not make gloves that large. Um, Born in Baltimore, Maryland with spina bifida. So, shout out to local boy Daniel Romanchuk. Also, student at Parkland Community College, fighting Cobras. Go Cobras. Go Cobras. Go Cobras. That's pretty cool. Very cool, right? Local hero. Maybe we can get him on the uh, podcast. Yeah, you should try. I think I will. He's also won the Chicago Marathon and the New York Marathon. Wow. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Um, How does that time compare to running times? I think it's way faster. Yeah, Yeah. you go a lot faster in a wheelchair than you do running. I guess that makes sense because you're on wheels. Yeah. Yeah. But that dude's arms must be jacked, huh? Yes, exactly. (laughs) But he's got really big shoulders. Yeah. And And all about. I think it's all about the wingspan. I think it's all about getting that. I don't know, is torque the right word on your wheels so that you get the most momentum for the least amount of effort? I bet Kevin Durant would be good at a wheelchair marathon, although maybe he might be too tall. Yeah, maybe. He'd have to get a specially made wheelchair. Right, because he's 6'10". Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for everyone who listened to last week's uh, trio of episodes, the Montana Files. <laughs> Thankfully, Eli um, apparently made it safely back from the wilderness of Montana. Yeah, it was quite the trip. Um, check those out on SoundCloud, on Apple iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. Find our Facebook page. Yo, uh, real quick shout out to people who listened last week. Baghdad, Iraq. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Benning- the troops. Yeah. Troops or Iraqis, possibly. Yeah. Masalama. Yeah. Uh, Bennington, Vermont, Quincy, Massachusetts, Portland, Oregon, Madrid, the Bronx. Salt Lake City, Utah. What's up, Salt Lake City? Go go Salt Lakers. The Utah Salt Lakers. Uh, I went there as part of my travels, by the way. Yeah, how was it? And I told someone about it at a bar that I was sitting at. So it could have been that person. <laughs> Wait, did you tell uh, them about the podcast? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Shout out to the person at the bar in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah. Amsterdam, Winnipeg, Monticello, Illinois, Providence, Rhode Island, Sheboygan. Sheboygan. The loyal listeners in Sheboygan. (laughs) Chicago, Bozeman, Montana, Bend, Oregon. 
And of course, number one this week, Vilnius, Lithuania, uh, as usual. Thanks for coming back, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot happened over the weekend. There was a, a, a event-filled weekend on the sports television. We had Major League Baseball. We had NBA playoffs. We also had uh, the Masters tournament in golf. Did either of you watch that? Uh, I was on at this one place I was at. It was like the very end. Yeah. No, I didn't watch it at all. But apparently Tiger Woods won. Right. And so um, I learned a lesson yesterday on Twitter. That if you start talking shit about Tiger Woods on the internet, people will come after you. <laughs> right. He's been he, forgiven. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. He's got that, the, guy's, that guy's a dirtbag, right? He's a total dirtbag. Yeah. And he's yet like, he's been forgiven. Right. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, golf needs him. And yeah. so he didn't even really get forgiven. He just got, like, a straight-up free pass. Agreed. <clears throat> But I was thinking about it, and I feel like Tiger Woods and Johnny Manziel are, like, the same person, except for Tiger Woods is talented, you know? Uh-huh, yeah. Because they have, like, a similar kind of track record of being yeah. kind of wild, right? And, like, drunk driving and... Yeah. Right? Well, I think there's I don't think that's ways. a fair comparison, because... Manziel was never good professionally. <laughs> exactly. Right. No, I know, but I he never like had an art. In their, I feel like in their private life, they're the same person. Yeah, Tiger Woods is a lot older. I think that Johnny Man, and I think that's relevant because I think Johnny Manziel is more this punk kid who is partying all the time. And right, that, but I feel like if Tiger Woods came up in that same era of like Instagram and Snapchat, then there'd be a lot more. That came out about him earlier. Right, exactly. Oh, possibly, yeah. I yeah. actually we read an article about him in Vanity Fair that was published, I think, in 2014. That's a real kick him while he's down kind of article. So I loved it. But it talked <laughs> about him being super sleazy with these waitresses at the diners he would go to in in Jupiter, Florida. There's something Ooh, going on in the oh. town. Florida. Somebody needs to write a TV show about that town where you've got, you know, Tiger Woods and Robert Kraft and Donald Trump all hanging out and playing golf and doing super sketchy sex crimes. And also maybe they're aliens. Yeah. Yeah. True Detective. We already got that unlocked. True Detective <laughs> season four. It's in the lineup. Jupiter, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> I got a pitch meeting with HBO, like, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but I want to go back to the redemption narrative, because that's actually what got me steamed on the internet yesterday. That all these fans online, in my opinion, are really, blindly is too strong of a word, without questioning, accepting this redemption narrative for Tiger Woods, now that he's won the Masters. And treating him like he's overcome all these obstacles in his life. And I just kept saying all these obstacles that the dude put up in front of himself. Right. You know? Now, I'm willing to accept that what he did was 
in strict terms of a sports event, sporting event, impressive. But I'm not here for the hero worship. <laughs> he's, he's the best person in the world at, at putting that kind of ball in that kind of hole. No pun intended. Right. Right. And we're a sports podcast. Like, I'm not even casting shade there. All we do is talk about men and their balls and et cetera. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed some stuff in D-Block last week, Eli, let's just say. <laughs> but you see what I'm getting at. Like, good for you, Tiger Woods. You won the sporting event. Right. I think this is what... People who are not sports fans feel about sports all the time when we start losing our shit about, like, a walk-off home run or something. I Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it, it, there's not, you know, he wasn't Rocky who, like, lost and then had to, like, pull himself back up by his bootstraps and nobody believed in him. It's like, it's been 15 years since he's won his last major open or whatever right uh yeah 2005 yeah and nobody ever stopped rooting for him like he's still the number one most covered golfer in the world for the last 15 years and by richest right yeah he never lost his nike sponsorship right even through the sex scandals and drug addiction uh yeah he did he did i think he did yeah. yeah Nike dropped him. Okay, and that was the motivator to get him back on the straight and narrow? Or no, did Nike drop him? I, I don't think, think Nike, Nike dropped him after the sex scandal. Okay, because I remember when um, when the biker... Um, like, yeah, Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong. Lance, Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Neil Armstrong. Still <laughs> <laughs> no, good on all the books as far as we know it. Yeah. Um, yeah, when Lance Armstrong, when all that came out about him, and of course his scandal related to doping and cheating and the Tour de France that he won so many times in a row, I remember Nike dropping him and reading an article then that was like, you know you really fucked up when Nike drops you from their sponsorship list because they've stood by and they named all these really scandalous athletes, and I remember it including Tiger Woods. Okay. So now I wonder if they actually ended up dropping him. He lost Gatorade. He lost Gillette. He lost AT&T. And he lost Accenture. I don't know what... Excuse me. I don't know what Accenture is. The sports brand. Okay. I think Gatorade was the big one he lost. He had, according to this article on Thought.com, which I don't know if that's a reliable source or not, According to this article, Nike never dropped him. Yeah. I'm on his website right now and looking at his sponsors page, and he's currently sponsored by Nike. So. Oh, yeah. They made a commercial immediately after he won the Masters. Right. Like, yeah. I'm pretty confident Nike never dropped him, but yeah. uh, I think when Gatorade dropped him, that was a big deal. Well, he was the highest paid athlete in the world for a long time. Yeah. And, like, considerably more. He was making, like, a quarter million dollars, a quarter billion dollars a year. Right. Through his endorsements. Okay, so here's my question. 
Would you consider Tiger Woods a role model? I mean, are you into golf? <laughs> Good, yeah. yeah. Good point. <laughs> exactly. Are you, like, trying to grow up to be a fleas bag? Exactly. Right. Who, who happens to be the best golfer of all time? Right. If your goal is to, like, pop pills and bang porn stars and golf all the time, it's like yeah. Tiger Woods or Donald so Trump, end- and yeah. I kind of feel like Tiger Woods <laughs> wins out in that one, you know? Well, but Tiger Woods isn't the president. Right. Like, we talk shit about Donald Trump, but he's got it made. In the right. <laughs> Popping pills, banging porn stars, yeah. and playing golf all the time. <laughs> and you're the president. <laughs> and he's the president. Speaking of He's one up on Tiger Woods in that, yeah. in that regard, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you guys see today that um, that the president announced that he intends to give Tiger Woods the so American Freedom Award yeah. or whatever? <laughs> yes, I did. Right, because they're the same guy. <laughs> It's going to be in Jupiter, Florida, and right. that's the we did massage parlor down the road. Good. Good stuff. That is good. So, yeah. So, I just, I was surprised how people were, like, getting, they're still tweeting at me right now about me talking shit about Tiger So, what are they saying? The only well, they're saying stupid shit. Um, <laughs> the only fan base that I think came at me harder has been Star Wars fans. When I started talking shit about Star Wars. Oh, man, you should start talking shit about Fish. I bet that would be... The band? Yeah, the band. Oh, really? Yeah, those guys are intense. <laughs> <laughs> if you're just, like, looking for groups to, like, fight with on Twitter, I think that's, like, the lowest of the hanging fruits... This is a good one. Dude, why do you want to challenge me on this? Dude, just stay in your lane. You've never spent time talking to him or even getting to know him. (laughs) (laughs) Getting addicted. Dude, do you have any clue what nerve pain is like when you can't even sit in a chair? Can't sleep because the pain is so bad. I have been there, and trust me, you would do anything to numb the pain... Clearly, you don't know, though. First off, I do know. Second off, like, so what? Are you saying that unless you have literally felt another human being's pain, you can't criticize them as a celebrity golf player? That's what they're saying, yeah. That's what they're saying. That is directly what they're saying. Yes. I'm not ignorant enough to believe that athletes are perfect and never make mistakes. Then why are you treating him like a goddamn golden god? Yeah, also, like, there's a difference gets, between, like... That back to the redemption narrative, though. Right. I guess. We I mean, sure talked about this quite a bit, but it a big part of it is just because he's the sexiest thing that's ever happened to golf. Yeah, that's it. That's the yeah. only thing. Yeah. He's like an American who's good at golf and people like him. Yeah. And that's all golf has got going for it. That's literally the only thing that golf has got going to for it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Otherwise, it's like a bunch of blonde white dudes. It's like, why are there so many blonde white dudes in one place? That's so weird. Or the <laughs> Italian dude. Here's my other thing. I'm for me, like Tiger Woods is in the same category as people like Kobe Bryant and even Michael Jordan, who are the best at what they do, right? But Is better than Jack Nicholson? I don't even know anything about golf. I think it's Jack Nicholas. Isn't Jack Nicholson? <laughs> <laughs> He's better at golf than Jack Nicholson, that's for sure. <laughs> I, I, I would say even in his yeah. one in his like one flew over the cuckoo's nest days, he's better than Jack Nicholson at golf. That's a good move, dude. Well, is he better than Jack Nicholson? You're not answering my question. <laughs> Probably. Uh, all time, oh. yeah, probably. Right, he well, has the most. Yeah, well, Jack Nicholas has has he's he's probably it's going to be hard for him to catch Jack Nicholas's record of of tournaments won. For oh, really? a while, it looked like Tiger Woods was going to easily break that record and run away with it, and then he went into his doom spiral of shame that he has now emerged from. Triumph. Right. What a like dope. a phoenix from the ashes. Like a, exactly, like a phoenix from the ashes. Speaking of which, how's uh, the Cathedral of Notre Dame doing? Is it still on fire? I assume so. Did you see any of those pictures? Damn, that was intense. It's, it was really intense. Yeah. Or still is, I imagine. That was that was it's this saying, afternoon. It's saying that it's structure, the structure is okay. Yeah. The oh, roof, really? That's the, the roof last is thing fucked. I saw. Yeah, I read the roof is fucked, but the structure is okay. But it was also filled with, like, priceless art it, artifacts, right? What I just read was most of them are safe because the reason, and this is really C-block material, sorry, guys, <laughs> is that... No, we they, do headlines. This is a headline. This is a headline. Yeah, okay. They were doing renovations, which is why it got lit on fire in the first place. Right. Can you imagine being a dumbass construction worker who, like, left Smoking no oily rags out? There? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, everyone's just smoking their French cigarettes and, like, throwing the butts everywhere. (laughs) Chomping on a baguette, you know, smoking a cigarette in the Notre Dame. Uh, But because they were renovating it, most of the priceless art was actually elsewhere. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But still, those are some crazy pictures. Yeah, but that's the biggest oops. You know, moment. Oh shit! I forgot to close that can of paint thinner. Right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, is that how it started? They think it's something to do with the renovations. That there was a mistake made during renovations. Hmm. I bet they're gonna get a bad Yelp review. Yeah. <laughs> Angie's list is gonna come down on that. Construction company, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, down uh, a really famous church, one star. One star. <laughs> Would not hire again the French government, the Catholic Church. <laughs> <laughs> so we got about seven minutes. I do want to talk a little baseball, though. Um, today is April 15th. Today is tax day. Today is Patriots Day in Boston. 
Today is Emancipation Day in Washington, D.C., and today is also Jackie Robinson Day. So it's a lot of days, a lot of days today. Um, over the weekend, the Chicago White Sox took two out of three against the Yankees, which just made my weekend way fucking better, way better than watching Tiger Woods golf. Um, Eloy Jimenez hit his first major league home run at Yankee Stadium. He had two home runs in the White Sox uh, game one win. And then Tim Anderson had a grand slam, his first career grand slam in his third season um, against the Yankees. So, like, that was fun. I had a lot of fun watching my five-win, nine-loss baseball team kind of get at the Yankees. Uh, They're playing the Kansas City now, so they'll probably get swept by Kansas City. Who knows? But uh, this is still a team that, like, shows these tantalizing glimpses of what they could be, you know? Tim Anderson's batting, like, 500, isn't he? Yeah, he's batting over 500. He leads the league. He's the number one shortstop in average and OPS. He's got three home runs. Uh, he's batting over 500. His OPS is up around 1,200. So clearly, this is going to last all year. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm a big Eloy fan, by the way. You what? are? I'm a big Eloy fan. Oh, good. See? Yeah. I knew he'd come around. It's because he has almost your name. He's, you're, he's the Hispanic you. Right. Yeah. I see. I figured that would peg him as your natural enemy. That's what I was. Well, no. I was was on the fence about him until his first home run came against the Yankees. Yeah, Yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's okay. Yeah. Did did you see his quote where he said playing in Yankee Stadium was a dream come true, though? I hate this guy. (laughs) (laughs) It was. uh, one of my, I, I have a ton of things I love about Eloy. One thing is his bright red batting glove. Uh, he wears those in memory of his dead grandfather who died of cancer like a few weeks before he got signed by the White Sox. Ooh. Uh, yeah. And he, he liked red? Also, no, he couldn't get pink, so the, he got red, and he's just stuck with red. Ah. Yeah, uh, but they look cool. They, they look—I don't know—like that's a badass thing to have be your thing, wearing bright batting gloves, especially when you're wearing like a black jersey uh, for the road team. Uh, good color scheme. Mankata's uh, doing really good too. He's hit safely in all but one game so far this year. Um, but after that, after. Tim Anderson, Moncada, Jimenez, and um, Jose Abreu, they suck. Like, the rest of the batting lineup is like an automatic out, uh, which we got fixed somehow. Yeah, well, at least you got more to talk about than the Red Sox. What a half game ahead of you guys. Yeah, the Red Sox over the weekend, made the Orioles pitching staff look amazing. Yeah. What's up with that? I don't know. The Orioles pitching staff sucks. Yeah. Chris Davis got a hit off of you, too. A lot. He hit a home a run lot. today. He hit a home run today? Yeah. That dude's going to win the batting title this year. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was batting 70. 
70, yeah. Yeah. Nope. yeah. <laughs> Kudos to him, though, for getting a hit. That's yeah. tough. Yeah. That's a tough thing to go through, I would imagine. I don't like that guy. So yeah, I don't really like him either. Yeah. I, I like that there's two Chris Davises and he's the bad one. That's what yeah. I like. <laughs> the other one is awesome. The other yeah. one's so good. Yeah. Chris, Chris with a K. Chris with a K. Yeah. Chris with a K is the most consistent player in Major League Baseball. Right, he hits 245 each year, right? 247 for the past three years and over 50 home runs. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. When Chris with a C got that hit against you guys, he asked for the ball. Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my and God. And he's only in year three. Or, no, this is the beginning of year four of a seven-year, $160 million contract. Right. So, you know, the Orioles are just going to have to eat that for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he batted 180 that, last year, you know? That's money well spent right there. Yep. <clears throat> And that's why they're pulling in like 5,000 people per game. Yeah. <laughs> um, who do you guys play next? You got the Yankees tomorrow, right? Yankees, yeah. Yeah. Is that just a two-game set? I think so. Yeah. When do you go to London? I don't know. July? Oh, okay. I thought that was coming up. So David Price finally had a good outing, right? Yeah. Garbage time, my favorite pitcher, garbage time prize. Uh, but Sale and Porcello both got knocked around. Right, and Ivaldi. Uh, and Ivaldi. Yeah, that's not good. <clears throat> What's Chris Sale's stats at now? He's also two. not good, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. And uh, they're delaying his next start. So who knows, maybe there's something going on there that they're not telling us about yeah you uh you should go get keiko oh. dallas oh there's this really good pitcher his name is craig kimball i i hear he's available <clears throat> yeah maybe that's our woes right there yeah <laughs> it's like the coast of kimball <laughs> all right um so ladies and gentlemen thanks so much for listening what uh did we forget anything any headlines I think so. What? We'll pick it up in the C block. We'll pick it up in the C block. Tune in later this week when we get into the C block. Um, Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. Again, check us out on all your social media platforms. Check us out on uh, iTunes.Apple. Please give us a rating and a review. If you do, we'll read it online. Check us out at SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Umpenhemp. Up in him. Um, follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. You can watch all the Tiger Woods fans come at me, bro. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Dump on the Ump. Uh, for Sam and Eli tuning out, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow.